LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. And I'm your host, Nate Edmondson. In today's episode, we're going to discuss five guarantees for your first year of senior leadership. Pops, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a very stressful season for me. I uh, You have a lot going this, on. Yeah, this episode is for me. So, I've uh, recently transitioned into a senior leadership role and I've done that the last couple of years. I've been in that uh, seat. This time, it has been unexpected that I find myself in this position. So, um these guarantees I am very interested in. So, well, give them to us. Well, let's talk about them. Uh, these are five guarantees of your first year of senior leadership. And, you know, I've been a senior leader for many, many, many years. And uh, I don't use the word guarantee a lot. Um, they're not guarantee or you get your money back because you didn't pay anything for this. But I do guarantee these will be true. So what would you what would you say was your first senior leadership role? Uh grandpa's <laughs> <laughs> I worked at this concession stand called Grandpa's and that was not a senior role at all. That was a very much I was you in should high tell, school. You should tell the story real quick about the ice. Okay. So we had this the senior leader. It was this it was this uh grandpa's was this incredible uh, it was like hardware store, uh, hardware store, but it, you could find everything there. I mean, they literally had everything and it was just a city icon out in the entryway. There was a concession stand and it was run by a retired um, command sergeant major. And we were in a military town. You just have to know who those guys are. And he was tough as nails and he just could not stand when people would, would, um, Failed to read the menu, and the menu was real simple. We had uh, Coke, small and large, with Sprite and Dr Pepper and Diet Coke. I think we had popcorn, two sizes. We had hot dogs, hot chocolate, and coffee. That's about it. And it was all clearly written on this massive board above our heads. And so, notoriously, people would come in and ask for a hamburger, you know. And he would say, "Hmm, well." I don't know, Ron. Do we sell hamburgers? Let, let's read the board together. Uh, let's see. Go. <laughs> you know, it's just so funny. But uh, one of the funniest was when everybody would come. We had small and large Cokes. And everyone would come. It was the most requested. And they would say, yeah, I'll take a medium. I'll take a medium Coke. And so for him, a medium Coke, this is how he taught you, was you pack it with ice as tight as you can. You put a little, as much Coke as will fit into it, and you charge them for a large. Today, we call that a snow cone. <laughs> but anyway, it was fun. So, I, you know, but good question. First senior leadership position. I would say that was probably, uh, you know, I did have, uh, leadership in, in, in a corporate world where I had the vision where I was the senior leadership over the division, but where I was the buck stops here would have been when I went into business for myself at the age of about 28. 
So, and I've been doing that ever since in the business world and in the church world. So these are five guarantees. And I've also transitioned a, a bunch, as you know. So I've had a lot of these and worked with a lot of people in their first year of senior leadership. Every one of these have been true in my first year of senior leadership. I'm going to guarantee they will be in yours as well. And the first one is this. It won't be all you thought it was going to be. It won't be all you thought it was going to be. There's going to be surprises. So you're Uh, saying that you're going to be disappointed? Not necessarily. Some of it may be better than you expected. It just won't be exactly as you expected. And, you know, I always jokingly say search committees, um, recruiters, they're just really good liars. You know, they're paid liars. And and I'm joking about that. A lot of times they don't know themselves because they've not been in the position. They're just recruiting for the position. They don't have the full story all the time. Uh, I love all my friends at um, Slingshot, Vanderblum, and all, all chemistry staffing. I know all of them, and I love all of them. They're all great, great people. I encourage. They're not paying. They're not uh, they're not subsidizing this podcast. Maybe they should, but um, but all those guys are great. Uh, search committees, man. I have worked with so many search committees, and they are wonderful servants of God that serve on a search committee to find the next pastor. But the fact is, they're not trying to mislead you so much that as much as they just don't know all to tell you. And you've heard me say before, you can't see what I see until you sit where I sit. So until you've been in that position, uh, you're really not going to know all that it's about. And so there's just going to be some surprises along the way. Uh, You're going to, especially during that first year. It's certainly been true for me. Absolutely. And they they probably tried to onboard. Oh, you kind of got surprised into this one, but this uh, the. You know, the one before you probably, they tried to do the best they could, and there were still going to be surprises. The um, the second one is there will be quiet supporters and loud objectors. Uh, and, and, and let me just say that is not just the first year. That's um, that's every year in leadership. But it's especially true in that first year. I don't know. I don't understand this, Nate. I really don't. But those who support you the most speak the le- the least. Uh, and uh, those who support you the least speak the most. And, and some will uh, let you know they don't like you and it'll be in all caps, you know, when they when they do. Um It'll be it'll be the person right after you preached on Sunday morning that tells you how terrible a sermon it was. Um, You know, it's it's just the reality of, um, you know, most people are, are are want good leadership and they'll go wherever the vision is cast. Um But there will. And so there will be a few positive influencers around you. You may you just may not be able to see them right away, but the quicker you can find those quiet supporters, the better off you're going to be. Um, but don't be judged by that loud objector. Don't let them determine your sense of self-worth, how effective you are, uh, because that's most likely not the feelings of everyone else 
uh, in the organization. The third one is this. Some things will be harder to change than other things. And that makes sense, right? I mean, that sounds common sense. But some things that may seem to be really, really monumental, huge tasks are not as hard to change as, the, as, as something that's simply as simple as the table that's in the lobby that you think looks like it you know, came from the 1960s and you try to move it to the storage room. That will get more attention sometimes than changing the, the service times. And, and you'll just have to figure out what are the big, big deals here involving change? What are the, what are the sacred cows? What are the, what are the things that people are most passionate about? Some of that is you learn the hard way, but you ask questions, you, maybe you test it. Like, let's use that table, for example. And that's, I'm only semi, kidding about that one. I've been hit because of moving a table before. But maybe you take that table and rather than move it to storage, you put it around the corner and somebody has to go looking for it and see what happens then. You know, just try that and see what happens. And I'm again, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm exaggerating a point. Yeah. Um, in my uh, first the, senior pastor role, um, I we had all these, for some reason, there were all these fake plants in the uh, worship center. Um, and lots of the young people who were in the church just, you know, thought they looked really bad. And so I was like, we're not going to get rid of all the plants. But what I did is I started removing one plant a week and it took about <laughs> 10 weeks. But after those 10 weeks, all the plants were gone and we didn't hear anything about it because we, we, uh, we just did it gradually. So. One plan that's a week. Kind of like the frog in the yeah, nobody realized the kettle, that it was happening. Know, so that's actually a true story. We we have done that with choir ropes in the past. Um, where you weren't using them, so they just kind of gradually disappeared over time. The choir would still go in and see every week, but um, as it just sort of went from you know, there's 300 choir robes to now there's 270 and there's 250 and 200. You know, and we just kind of gradually did that, and suddenly there were no more choir robes. Um, anyway, funny. So some things number will be harder. Yeah, some things will be harder to change than others. The number four, you'll be misunderstood. You'll be misunderstood, and man, that's hard, isn't it, Nate? I mean, you. You try to be as clear as possible. You try to give people the why behind what you're doing. You try to communicate. And I always say in the first year, communicate, communicate, communicate. But you're going to be misunderstood. You know, uh, people don't know you yet. And so they don't know when you say this, how serious are you? And they, they don't know. Uh, they don't have a full grasp of your mannerisms yet, or he kind of sat in the meeting and he didn't say very much. What was he thinking? And, you know, um, it, it's just, there's just a lot of that misunderstanding in that first year. Cause they just don't know you yet. You know, uh, you and I are both introverts. And so I have so many times in the first year until people really understand what does that mean? And a lot of times people don't even know what that term is. But until they really understand, okay, Ron's not a bad guy. He's just going to sometimes be quiet. And that's maybe how he's processing. And he's going to come back. He's not ignoring us. He's not 
it's not that and, and it, obviously I've done this long enough that I'm a little more conscious of that now. But um, but they'll just misunderstand, think that I'm zoned out, think that I'm not listening, think that I don't care, think that all those things you'll be misunderstood because they don't know you yet. Yeah. This happened to me literally yesterday. So. Really? Yesterday. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. But when you can go back and clarify those and when I, here's what I do in those situations. When I discover that one person misunderstood, I assume more have misunderstood. And so then I'm going to go back and make a bigger deal out of that with everybody. So if I'm the senior leader and one staff member, I find out misunderstood me on something and assumed I felt a certain way because of the way I acted, I'm going to go back to them and I'm going to clarify it with them, but I'm going to bring it to the staff meeting the next time and say, look, if it, and it depends on the circumstance whether I can use that person's name, but I'm going to say, look, I've been misunderstood in this and, and I apologize, probably my fault for the way I presented it, but here's what you should know about that. I even do it with the church when somebody will say, um, well, I know he, he's a real big introvert, so you can't talk to him on Sunday. I've gotten in front of the church and said, look, it's been said this. Let me tell you the reality. The reality is, yes, I'm very introverted. When this is done today, I'm going to probably go take a nap. But it would hurt my spirit and heart if I thought you thought you couldn't speak to me on a Sunday. That would that would break me because I love you and I care for you. And I, so I will redirect that uh, misunderstanding back to an understanding so that they learn me better over time. All right. So are we down to number five? Yeah. You'll question yourself. In the first year of senior leadership and probably many other times in senior leadership, you're going to question whether you even have what it takes to do the job they've asked you to do. And, you know, the, it's happened to me every single time. I'm in a new position now. As you know, as we record this, it's just a, I'm just a few months in. And, and even just this past week, I, I said to some people on our team, I'm still asking myself, was this the right move? I mean, am I the right person? Now, I think it is. I think it's going to play out that way. But it's just I know because I've done this enough that it's perfectly normal the organization, the culture, the DNA is different than everything I've ever done in my career. And there's no way to, to, to understand all that on the front end. There's no way to get all that. So, and, and the pressure's coming in and I'm misunderstood and, and, uh, you know, the complainers are louder than the supporters. And then it's natural for me as a person, as a human, as the leader, to begin to internalize that and ask and question myself. That's very, very natural. And, you know, I think if you know that, it helps weather that day because um, if you don't know that, you're like, wow, you may give up, give into it. You may press into that rather than into the calling that you have to be in the position that you're in. So, you know, you got to make sure you have sp- people that can speak into your life, remind you of your abilities. Uh, of course, you you know, it, it, we ultimately call to rely on God's strength and, and um, he does things through us we can't do in our own strength. But just know you're going to have those very natural times where you question yourself. And and Nate, if I could, I'd add one more uh, in your first year of senior leadership for every leader. You cannot do it alone. 
You simply cannot do it alone. You're going to need help. Um, I've had many transitions. I've been doing this long, long time. I love to come alongside and coach and and consult with new leaders, and I'd be glad to do that. I've, I, I've got a few slots that I can do that with now. But um, but and whether it's me or whoever it is, don't try to do it alone. It's just it's just too difficult that first year. And the 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 the, the degree of success you have in your first year, I'm not saying it it uh, dictates every year after that. It certainly doesn't. God's grace is sufficient. You may do terrible your first three and great your next 27. And, and that's OK, too. But so much of how you start in an organization will determine your trajectory there and how how you develop that trust in people's minds, how you're able to navigate change, how you're able to push things forward. So don't do it alone. Find somebody to walk along with you and it'll make you more successful. Thank you, Pops. Yes, sir. And I, I just want to say, too, if you're enjoying this podcast, look, uh, we uh, we are enjoying doing it. And it is a it's a real stretch for Nate and I both to be doing this at this season in our life right now. We're both incredibly busy. But if you enjoy it, help us get the word out. You know, Lifeway has been very generous, but they certainly want this to be uh, one of their their podcasts that's well listened to. So download it, share it, subscribe to it uh, so you don't miss something. Let your friends know. And as we like to tell you periodically, let us know what topics you want us to cover. If there's one question of leadership, if there's one issue that you want us to cover, send me an email, send me a direct message on Twitter, how, contact me on Instagram, however you choose to contact me and let me know that issue and we'll try to consider it for a future podcast. Have you listened to the One Thing podcast yet? The one hosted by Scott Sanders and Derek Hanna? They're part of our LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. They recently talked about leading change, the implications of COVID-19, and how to run online meetings. Just look up The One Thing on your favorite podcasting app and subscribe today.